to the 90s, we're taking ya. Two, three, four!
that was the most beautiful, beautiful sight. How great did that look? That was the Manic Street Preachers, the Anchorists joining them on that last song, which is Your Love Alone Is Not Enough. Amazing crowd, surely they will now be feeling all the good vibes about Glastonbury. That was very, very special. Hope you enjoyed that. Did they get their own toilets this time? I have no idea. I will ask afterwards. Right, I really do hope so. I think, yeah. It's probably in the contract, I think, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, how about some live music right now? That would I be would nice, wouldn't that. it? I would love that. Yeah, they're so right nice. up here above the park stage where the Pretenders are currently playing right now. But here on BBC Two, we have a really exciting new talent for you. I went to see her a little bit earlier on at the Lonely Hearts Club um, over in Silver Haze. And the reason I went down there is because her voice is simply stunning whether it's pop whether it's r&b whether it's soul she can do it all and she does it all with so much character both no pressure no pressure and at I all, obviously love olivia dean she's performing the hardest part for you right now she's great That was amazing. Pick up your microphone. We want to chat to you, please. Oh, Hiya. how are you? I'm really good. Oh, you are really good. You absolutely <laughs> are really no, good. not like that. Happy, happy. <laughs> you are good. Um, we've met before a very yes. long time ago. I didn't Tell know if you'd remember me. Of course. Yes. It was the Brit School. Is that right? It was the Brit School. You came in to visit. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. We've got a picture together. It's oh. on Google Images. Yeah, <laughs> it's on there. And I also saw you. I went to a festival, a very small festival, and it was in Cornwall. Right. And 
Uh, you turned up, didn't you? You were, were you not going around doing oh, like yes, shows? Oh yes, in the truck. Yeah, yes. you had a truck which you were taking around, and you were doing random pop-up shows, and you blew everyone away. I mean, it wasn't oh. your natural environment, but it was really good. Oh yeah, so, that was. I mean, lockdown. What a time. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about the truck. What you were doing? So basically, I was just fed up because I was like, I want to do festivals and stuff, and it was my first year of like being booked for them, and then it was like, you're not doing that. And then I was like to my manager, should we just get a truck and then drive around in it and play out the side of it? And we were like, yeah, all right. And then we did. And it was a Fisherman's Friends gig. They were showing the screening. And you were... Fisherman's Friends again. (laughs) All roads lead to the Fisherman's Friends. I went to see them today and now you're here. It's very weird. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, you were great then. You stood out a mile then and you did at the Brit School as well. Thank you. Olivia, when you perform, you're very expressive. I almost feel like you're almost acting up there. (laughs) It's real. It's real stuff. It is. It is. Do you fancy yourself an actress at all? Uh, not currently. Okay. I, I used to do musical theatre when I was younger. I think yeah. I always really enjoyed like stories and singing other people's stories. And I was quite shy as a child, so that was quite good for me. And then I got a bit older and I was like, no, I think I've got some stuff I want to say. So not, not right now acting, but maybe. <laughs> At some point. Yeah. Um, obviously, Sir Elton John is headlining tomorrow and he's been incredibly supportive for you. Will you be meeting him tomorrow? Is there, you know, uh, apparently you I happen? am. Apparently we're going to meet, which is crazy. Like, life is really made up right now. Like, Elton John, yeah. you know? Mm. <laughs> so it, sound, it sounds very secretive, like the, a, a bit of a process to meeting Elton John. Oh, I couldn't tell you. you All I know, know is that it might happen. I might meet him, but I will be watching his set and thoroughly enjoying it regardless. Okay, so there's been an invitation. There's been an invitation, but I just don't know like what's real and what's okay, not anymore. Fine. Yeah. And you excited for this album coming out? Of course, this time next week you'll be reveling in a brand new album. I know. Booty. I just like everything feels so surreal right now. Like when I first met my manager, I was like, there are three things I want to do. I want to play Glastonbury. I want to finish my debut album, and I want to do Jules Holland. And I've done them all. And now I'm like, oh okay, my god, where'd you go now? What do I do now? I'm You've happy. Peaked. How old are you? It. I'm 24. 24. But to stay happy, that's you, the most important thing. You're an actress thing. next. That's what's All next. Right. Yeah. So you are ready. <laughs> oh, okay. So if you can do any musical theatre, what would you do? What show would you do? Oh, God. I was going to be in The Lion King when I was younger. Right. I love a bit of The Lion King, but West Side Story for me. That would be the one. That's my one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe well, one day. The album from Olivia Dean Messi is out next week, everybody, yeah. if you really, really love that thing. Thank you so much, Olivia. Thanks yeah. for having me. Have a oh. good one, guys. Yeah, Thank enjoy, you. enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Ta-ra. Bye. Okay. Oh, she's gone. Oh, bye. No, you <laughs> no, go. Keep no, walking. Go. <laughs> God, I think Chris Martin did that once from Coldplay. That's the only other person I've ever seen do that. Just walked straight in front of the camera. Uh, so Rick Astley and Blossoms have done this performance. It was kind of a secret, but then it kind of emerged. And uh, it was them playing all their favourite Smiths songs. We're going to be talking to them. They're going to be joining us very soon. But we thought we'd show you some of the performance right now.
Give it up for Josh, everybody. Come on. Rick Astley and Blossoms performing a whole host of Smith's classics over at the Woodsies a little bit earlier on today. And Rick and Tom from Blossoms join us right now. Welcome. Hey. Good evening. Good evening. You were just watching yourself. You were listening. You were well, critiquing we, your performance. We were, what do you make of it? What's the review? In analysis mode, though. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds okay. You know, when you're worried. You'd like put all the the effort into like, <laughs> making it right, and then everything's chaos on stage. And then you listen back. It's like, oh, it sounds all right. It was yeah, amazing, so, though. It was yeah, really good, good fun. fun to do. Yeah, go on. Yeah. That, tell us what it was like. Well, I mean, listen. The, the guys are so so amazing at what they do, and they they really dig in and make sure that we try and represent the songs in the way that they need and, and should be represented. So it sounds gorgeous for us on stage, and it was really really great. But obviously, you want to know it sounds great for everyone else, yeah. don't you? Yes. Yeah. And how how did it come about? Yeah. This how did this ask, happen? Yeah. Well, we met at the, the reopening of the Manchester Arena in 2017, didn't we? Yeah. We kind of said hello there, and then in lockdown, we did a podcast. We were inviting people on, so we invited Rick on, and you came on, and we spoke yeah. about it, and there was a segment which was like, pick your, f- your five favourite songs from Manchester, and there was like three of them which were Smith songs, so yeah. <laughs> that was like, that's how it started, and yeah. then you confessed your love for the Smiths, and then you also said you'd also um, love to do a, a show of just Smith songs, and yeah. then it just spiralled from there. To yeah, it's always been a dream, and the guys got in touch a little while after and said, well, well, we'll do that. We'll we'll do. You know, we'd love to do that. And one of the things I love about it is that obviously I'm getting on a bit, uh, and the guys are a lot younger than I am, more in my daughter's sort of age range. But we have an absolute shared passion and a huge passion for those songs and that band. And I think that's a, a really beautiful thing. I think it's kind of it doesn't really matter what age you are, you can still appreciate that music. You know, how does that about whittling down those songs? Because there's a lot of you, them. Well, we kind of just, some of them pick themselves, obviously, and. I don't know, you just kind of look at... Because the, the catalogue's that big, it's kind of like... Some songs you didn't want to miss out, and obviously it's a festival today, so we had to do a few less than we did yeah. when we did it like two years ago. Yeah. No, I, I don't know, just go for the... We know, you know what I mean? no arguments, no long nights. Yeah, but also I think it's like... We, we're, the very first time they went up to their rehearsal room, we all kind of agreed that if we never played it in front of anybody, we, we would do it anyway, because we just love doing it and to be honest I don't think there's a, there isn't a song we don't want to play it's just that as Tom says we, we, you, you're given a set and you go okay we've got to fill that so they kind of almost pick themselves don't yeah, they yeah I think so yeah. and how is it to sing those songs what's it like it's great it's lovely I mean he's an exceptional vocalist I think and I think he's, his delivery of those lyrics is, is sort of intertwined with each other the songs are amazing, you know, obviously chordally and musically and everything, they're absolutely fantastic. But the way he sings the words that he writes is quite incredible. And it is like no one else, isn't it? It's really like... Yeah. Well, it's hard to learn, isn't it? Like, it is, you're like, it is, yeah. Not like not, you know what I mean? It's not... Um, they do, when you've obviously, when you're learning someone else's songs, you kind of realise the nuances of the songs. And it's like, well, yeah, it's like, it's not like... It's not 4 There's nothing is normal it? about it. There is nothing normal about it, but that is also yeah. the appeal of it, I think. It's, yeah. you know, you, you're caught out by it. Even when, you know, and I, I, I've known those songs a very, very long time, but I'm still caught out by them. And I'm looking at it, and Tom looks over to me and says, nope, because I've come in too early, <laughs> or, or I'm not coming in early enough. And it's like, you know, because you probably, you probably know them better than I do in lots of ways, which, again, I, I love because... I'm 57, so I was kind of there because of all of my older brothers who got me into the Smiths and stuff, but you guys... Well, my mum's a massive Smiths fan. Yeah. My mum got me into yeah. Smiths when I was, like, a kid. That's like, I remember, she's seen them back in the 80s, like, yeah. twice, and... Yeah, so it's kind of, it's just passed down generations, isn't it? Like, one yeah. of the best bands ever. Can I, can I just ask, Rick, what was it like? Because this is obviously your second performance of the day. I came and yeah. I watched you oh, on the pyramid you. stage and you had an enormous crowd, which I don't think you thought you were going to get. Well, I, I loved every moment of it, but obviously it is a bit of an out-of-body experience. You've heard that from everybody who's probably ever done it, you know. Um, it was kind of strange. Uh, we've got our daughter with us, lots of friends and family and all the rest of it. So I think the whole Glastonbury experience for me has been absolutely bonkers, if I'm honest. I mean, this day, I came last night, or, or rather, I came yesterday morning and enjoyed last night. I absolutely loved it. Saw some pretty rocking music last night. And um, foods, obviously. And, um, and it was just, it's just been an amazing experience. But today has been off the hook. It's been absolutely... And we... we sorry. Oh, oh, is it it's is. Quite emotional because, for you? Yeah. No, but it, it is because oh. when we met and all the guys in Blossoms and everything, and the crew as well, and all the families and girlfriends and everything, there is a moment when you do something like that. That on the one end, you know, people, some people want to string us up for it, and I understand that as well. But I think there's a bond between us that we, we've just said in, in your tour bus, haven't we? That 
Aircon. Air conditioning tour bus. Tour bus. Uh, no, but we've just sort of said that, you know, even if we never do that ever again, we're going to keep in touch and have dinners and, you know, we'll be friends for life, I think, because it's bonded us in that way. Yeah, so... Yeah. And I think that is, again, is something really important about music is that, yes, it's about the music, but it's about the people you meet during the well, working we had, of it. And doing you had a crumpet on the, on the tour bus before you went on stage, didn't you? I did. <laughs> a, a fine crumpet it was indeed. A beer, yeah. a beer yeah. and a, a crumpet. Dodgy, it was yeah. crumpet. Those go. trousers are not going to fit you for long, you know. Oh, well, <laughs> easy, easy, love. Shall we watch you? Do you want to see yourselves oh, yeah. again? Let's not really, but let's do it. All oh, right, we're going to do it anyway. Uh, congratulations. What a beautiful, nice beautiful thing. Guys. Nice to chat. And uh, here they are. And this is Panic. Blossoms and Rick Astley there performing back-to-back -back hit classics by the Smiths over on the Woodsies a little bit earlier on. And great to have Tom and Rick hanging out That's as well. The conversation yeah. as well, obviously the bond between the two of them. And absolutely right, the music doesn't matter what age you are, does it at all? No, well, it bonded them. Yeah, That's why they were there doing yeah, it. Yeah, I love the Smiths. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so headliners tonight on the Pyramid stage, it's Guns N' Roses. Um, this is the story of Guns N' Roses so far, which I think you had a hand in. Yes. Not their career, obviously, but... Well... Oh, maybe. <laughs> Tonight, Worthy Farm welcomes one of the most rock and roll bands in rock and roll, Guns N' Roses. Rebels step out to headline the Pyramid stage in what will be their Glastonbury debut. 
With over 100 million record sales, Guns N' Roses have rocked their way through four decades. It was quite an exhilarating experience. Formed in the mid-80s in LA, the band changed the face of rock forever when they walked out of a smoke-filled studio and released Appetite for Destruction. With a track list that includes Welcome to the Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine and Paradise City, it became the best-selling debut album of all time. Known for its catchy, razor-sharp riffs and widely applauded for changing the face of rock. Ascending to the top levels of rock and roll, the band's rowdy reputation became as important to the brand as the music itself. They were mad, bad, and dangerous to know. We are who we are, you know, and we don't really hold back on any of that because there's not really a reason to. By the mid-90s, the band had made history yet again with the simultaneous release of two albums, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, both reaching top spots in the US and UK album charts. A world tour of epic scale followed with nearly 200 dates across six continents and seven million tickets sold. We have a good night, it totally depends on how we get on together on stage and what the kids are like. The decade that followed would see a shifting lineup of band members with the release of Chinese Democracy, more relentless touring and induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In 2022, they re-released their legendary power ballad, November Rain. With new music teased to be on the way, original Slash, Duff, Axel and the band are sure to make history as they bring the attitude, audacity and universal appeal of rock to Glastonbury's Pyramid Stage. Good use of the word audacity there. Mm, thank you. As I was wandering around seeing Vikings on stilts earlier on near the healing fields, there were an awful lot of people with Guns N' Roses t-shirts all streaming down, getting into position for the performance later on on the Pyramid stage. I hope you can appreciate how beautiful it is here. And if you look just behind us, I think there are hot air balloons. Look at that. There they are. Perfect evening. Stunning. Absolutely Maybe perfect. one of the best views of the festival yeah, from all the way absolutely. up there. Yeah, so um, it's Guns N' Roses on Pyramid stage. Yes, absolutely. And actually, a good thing to let you know about is over on iPlayer, you have the ability to watch pretty much whatever set you want live. If you want to maybe see Lizzo right now over on the Pyramid stage, you can do that. Monoskin have just taken to Woodsy's right behind us here at the park. Rocking it up right now. The Pretenders are really going off. That is all available for you right now over on iPlayer live if you'd like to watch it. Yeah, there are lots and lots of different performances on there. There are two very talented Jacobs here at Glastonbury this year. Uh, so there is Jacob who is in Gabriel's. Gabriel's performance was off the scale yesterday. You can see that on iPlayer. And there's another Jacob, and this is Jacob Collier. So he's a multi-instrumentalist, a virtuoso. He's uh, performed with Coldplay or worked with Coldplay on a couple of their songs. And he was performing here earlier on today. So just marvel at this. This is Jacob Collier. Take a look 
in the mirror and cry Lord, what you been doing to me? I spent all my days to believe in you But I just can't get no relief Love. Somebody, somebody Can anybody find me? Somebody I work hard every day of my life. Hey. I work till I get my bones. At the end, I take all my money all on my own. Well, I get down on my knees and I start to pray till the tears run down from my eyes.
extraordinary, isn't he? He's Great. very, very extraordinary, it's Jacob Collier. He's a character. Yeah, Love I know. This. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, incredibly talented. That was Jacob Collier. Uh, you might be able to hear in the background, we have the pretenders at the park stage at the moment. Uh, they've just done an introduction to a song and they said, oh, we're going to bring out somebody on stage now. Johnny Marr joined them on stage. And we were just supposing, what with Rick Astley and Blossoms and having done their set. I really hope he went to watch. I so hope so. Yeah, really <laughs> but yeah, Johnny Marr joining pretenders and we'll be bringing you some pretenders a little bit later on in the show. Also, Norman Cook. Um, so, just after Jacob Collier's set, Jam Supernova, who's going to be on BBC4, bring you a load of coverage a little bit later on tonight. Caught up with Jacob. Hey, well done. Wow, Thank come you. on over. Thank you very much. Come on over. First, I've got to bring it in. Oh, Please bring it in. Um, that it. was absolutely incredible. Thank you. Next level. I'm so sweaty and hot. <laughs> I apologise, guys. You should be. You were performing in the Baking Hot Sun, and it was yeah. your Glastonbury debut. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. How did you find it? First it was of all? just very surreal. Yeah. It was surreal, also kind of chill. Yeah. It was like chill internally and like chaotic externally, yeah. which for me is a, is a nice feeling. But Do you feel like it was a moment that you've been building up to and been waiting oh, for. Oh yeah, especially with the audience choir, with getting yeah. the audience to go up and down in those parts. I never quite imagined that would work on, on this crowd, but it did, and it was, was very exciting. I was intrigued, and then yeah. some guy next to me was like, go on, sing. I was like, no, I'm not yeah, yeah, go on, sing. <laughs> that, like, oh. that's, the, that's the spirit, that's the spirit. <laughs> well, I love that concept, really getting them involved and getting them yeah. to participate yeah. with you. Where did that come from? And I remember seeing a video of Freddie Mercury singing at Live It. Have you seen that video? No. He goes, hey, oh, and the crowd goes, oh. And it's just an unbelievable moment, and that yeah. stayed with me from when I was a kid to now. And Bobby McFerrin is another yes. real mastermind of yes. audience participation. So I've been kind of building up a, a vocabulary for a while. Yeah. But this crowd is just really a wild place it. to and do it. And I felt it. like they were waiting for it. They felt like they, they knew it was coming. They knew they were going to sing yeah. 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 And so the audience choir, you've been touring, you know, you've been doing it, you've been testing it out. You've got the yeah. Glastonbury audio as yeah. well. Will it be making its way onto your new project? Oh, for sure. So I'm actually recording all these audiences. Yeah. Um, and my, 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 my plan is to create a whole piece of music out of those voices. Oh. I've started it in my mind. Yeah. And um, yeah, the sound of like 150,000 voices all singing at once That's is mad. really like a goosebump inducing. Something that feeling. AI could not ever capture. Really. I don't think they could do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a human only concept. Yes. And do you think there's something about collective singing in terms of the power and, oh, yeah. the, and, and what it does to people? What does it do? I mean, absolutely. When I was a kid, every moment I sang with a group of people, I felt like I was mm. connecting to something massive, you yeah. know, and I've never forgotten the feeling. So yeah. I think now, especially in this year and this time, yep. just the more we can find ways to do that feeling, yep. the better. Because yep. that's the truth. That feeling is actually true. Yep. A lot yep. of other things aren't true, but the feeling of all being together and all being the same and yep. all being, all having, each having our own voice, but, but all as a community, that's true. Yeah. And I love that. I feel like you've got so many amazing greats around you, um, great people that you've worked with, um, from Quincy Jones you oh, know, to, yeah. to, to Coldplay to yeah. Stormzy. Um, what's the best bit of advice that you've gotten from someone like a Quincy Jones? Well... I think probably the best piece of advice I ever got was something like, don't try to be cool, be warm. That's cool. I like because that, yeah. the world's full of people trying to be cool, but yeah. the world needs warm people. Yeah. And the world needs you, like you, the you that you are. And um, Quincy's always been such a champion of me just being Jacob. Yeah. Whatever that means. That might be chaotic or weird or crazy or, mm. or bizarre, but, but it's definitely me. And yeah. so that's the one thing I feel like I can bring. And it's the one thing I think that the world could actually benefit from, from me. Yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. And I feel like no expense was spared. You had the fire jets. Was that you? Oh, oh the fire jets. I don't yeah. know if that was me, but I really enjoyed okay, it. Okay, I'm taking it. It's you. Yeah, the I'm, doves, I'm, I'm going to say you? I sent them over the sky at that, at that moment. The doves the as well? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I love that. Let's talk about the fashion and the oh. festival fit. We've got the Crocs. We've got the yeah. Haram pants. We've got the, we've got the floral, you know, sunny Trying shirt. to stay cool. Yeah, trying yeah. to stay cool. Yeah. Uh, is that another piece for you that you want to have aesthetically to, to showcase your, your expression? I've I've always loved patterns and colors. Yeah. Um, I suppose it, it, all, it all sort of counts into the thing of just be who you are. Yeah. But I bought these in a market in Thailand and yeah. I love Thailand. And I bought this last week when I was over in the States playing some festivals. And I, yeah, for me, if it's comfortable and it feels good, then I, I wear it. And that, that's, that's the right thing to do. I feel like if you want to get out there and do some more shopping, you could literally leave with a whole I've, glass I've heard about the whole, the whole apparel <laughs> system here. It's wild, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we've got the new project that will yeah. be coming out very soon. Mm -hmm. And in terms of more shows, people are going to see this on the TV. They're going to want to come and see it in person now. When yeah. can they see you next? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm touring with festivals all summer, but next year is going to be like a, a big old tour for this new project of mine, which is called Jesse Volume 4, which <laughs> is coming out soon. And um, yeah, so I, I absolutely can't wait for that, that moment. But I feel like this energy will stay with me all the way through that tour. So yep. if you're a Hold fan it. of Glastonbury, then come to the show. Come to the show. Hold it. Take it. Enjoy the festival. You too. Congratulations. Thanks ever so much. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Extraordinary, extraordinary individual. Amazing outfit as well. Uh, that was Jacob Collier talking to Jams. Look who we're joined by now. It's Norman Cook, veteran of Glastonbury Festival. Tell me the first time that you played here. When was the first time? The first time I played here was 1986. 86 uh, with 86 with the house minds. 
on the pyramid stage. So I started on the pyramid stage and I've gone downwards ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that like? It was really never. I mean, it was great. We, we, that was kind of when we broke. That that was the gig where everybody kind of who had half liked us. And um, so, yeah, really pivotal gig, but also a pivotal moment because until then I thought, I mean, we just thought Glastonbury was like hippies. And uh, that, so that was when I fell in love with it. Yeah. And have you played every single year since? Because it feels like it. Uh, only since 1996. Okay. Every year that it's been on since 96, yeah. And could you tell us how it's changed um, for you over the years? Because, you know, dance music has become such a huge part of Glastonbury. Uh, well, everything. I mean, in, in yeah. you know, whole lifetimes have gone past since this festival's been going. So you know, I've had two children, uh, got sober, married, divorced. You know, it's like it sort of marks the passage of your life. Um, but I don't know. I mean... It's. It becomes more. I think every year, the difference between Glastonbury and other festivals becomes more marked. The fact that that every this is the vibe here is is completely different. And still no sponsorship. Still no. It doesn't feel too corporate. So yeah, I mean, it just it just gets better and better for me. And I've got to ask as well. Since that first one in 1986, have you performed with no shoes on? every single time oh no no there's years where you have to wear wellies good 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 in fact it's probably mo- i mean generally i play barefoot mm. but there's uh sub-zero ski festivals and muddy glastonbury's are the yes. only time i put shoes well on. we just saw jacob collier do it florence the machine does it as well with no shoes. What, what what's the uh, the power of not wearing any shoes when you perform live i, I think i dance better Right. Many might disagree, but I feel, I don't know. I mean, I, could, I'm, I feel in tune with the earth, man. While yeah. I, feel, I don't know. It helps me get into character. I kind of feel like you're in your front room. Well, no, I, I kind of feel, I, I cease to be sensible Norman Cook, and I become Fatboy Slim, who's just my sort of alter ego. Take the shoes and off. so if I look down, I know if the shoes are off, that I am Fatboy Slim. What about when you wake up in the morning? <laughs> yeah, or do you yeah. wear shoes in bed? I do wear shoes in bed, right. yeah. I do my radio show with Beffy. So I know exactly what you mean. I just feel liberated and, and grounded. Especially here. Especially yeah. here. I'm missing it. Feels out. nice what to have feet on the ground. What well, you've got to get no, my shoes off. Get them off now. As soon as you get in the studio, the feet. Yeah, shoes Free the feet. I'll get them off right now. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the kids and socks. And the socks. You want, you, you're not going to... Are you telling to me at my... Yeah, no, take your... It's better to have bare feet than socks. You don't want... Norman, I want you to know I'm only doing it for you. Do you feel more free? Do you feel more relaxed? Hang on. No, don't touch it. You don't want to touch that. Don't touch it. Oh, yeah, I feel a bit bouncier now. There you I'm go. Like, I feel I'm like Jack Saunders all of a sudden. <laughs> um, yeah, you mentioned the kids, so they'll be coming to watch you when you perform, because you're going to be on the park stage, which I don't think you've played at before. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, Nelly, my daughter, is here for the first, uh, it's her first Glastonbury this year. Oh, wow. But I think she's going to see Lowell Carner instead of me. Oh, arrow to the heart. No, yeah. Just <laughs> sad, sad but true. Uh, no, we're trying to persuade her. And okay. um, yeah, Woody's, Woody's been here since Saturday. Since Saturday. And he seems to play about every six hours. <laughs> so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree there. <laughs> when you do your sets, so if you've done multiple sets, do you, how, do, how does it work? Do you do different sets every time? Or, Sorry, I mean, I, I presume, yeah, I presume you don't play the same set every single time when you're playing oh, here. So no, how, no. how do you work it out when you're doing the set? Well, the, the, I mean, this, the, the set at the park stage tonight is it's going on telly, so I've got to take it seriously. Okay. So that is kind of... Uh, a sort of general festival set just because we got all the production tricks and whatever. Yeah. But then last night I played at Silver Haze and we just I just wandered off where I felt like going and where they felt like going. And that's the greatest thing about doing this. You can you can just yeah, go where the mood takes you and it's dictated by the weather or, or the, the night you're having. But tonight is the kind of the pro show, so Yeah. And you got this new track with Retora as well, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk us through that and, and, and working that one together. Well, that actually started here. Really? Basically, yeah. I bumped into Rita here at the gas tower last this time last year, and she came to see me, and we just got chatting, and we had a, half an idea to do something together, and uh, it ended up that she basically kind of rewrote praise you and sampled me and then I did the remix and remix it back so yeah no it's a bit it's one of those beautiful little Glastonbury relationships I think generally in life I would never bump into Rita Aurora yeah yes but, but things happen here that don't happen in real life brilliant well Norman thank you so much for hanging out good luck for later on thank you very Go much smash yeah. it. well thanks for having us again once again of course anytime my toes see you next free. year it's been great yeah. having you on <laughs> okay I don't actually know what we're going to at all mm. 
I think oh, we need to go to pretenders. Like a, I thought it said 